Gera can hit them. Did oh, what a goal by Zoltan Gera! And still Baptista, yes! It's Kamai, it's fantastic! One from David Villa, great finish! He's done just that, he scored! Jorginho's done it! Kubu making another glimpse of goal here. That is terrific. Hello and welcome to the Streets Don't Forget podcast. I'm your host, Dan Mountney, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-hosts. First up, a man whose favourite dinosaur is Gunnosaurus. It's Ben Woolley. Hello, boys. <laughs> Hi, Ben. Yeah, good, mate. We're excited for another episode. Of course. And a man who I've slapped a fiver on to drop a clangor of an opinion this week is Harry Martinez. <laughs> Hey, that's, that's not winning you any money, because that is odds on. <laughs> Are we both okay? Excited for another episode? Living oh, a life, mate. Bit of sun. Fantastic. Love it. Lovely. Uh, well, as, as always, we'll start with a little kind of roundup of the news and what we've been up to. Um, we've seen the continuation of a crisis at Tottenham. Obviously, Conte's gone. Their sporting director could be off to prison. Uh, but what do we think Lucas Moore has been up to this week? Uh, not playing. Yeah, probably rejoicing. Uh, well, of course he's not playing, but also uh, he's been opening a new animal habitat at a zoo. I don't know if either of you saw this. I doubt it. It was, <laughs> it was, a, it was a local news story. Uh, he went to Paradise Wildlife Park in Hertfordshire to feed the lions and help open the new habitat alongside Love Island star Marcel Somerville and internet sensation The Pool Guy, Miles Laughlin. I have no idea who that is, by the way. What? Well, three logical choices, obviously. That's crazy. There is, there is a photo of him feeding the lions. I just thought, you know, as, as Tottenham's crisis was continuing, this was a very random thing for him to <laughs> be doing. Feeding the lions. Yeah, it's nice to know they're focused on getting themselves out of their troubles. Yeah. <laughs> He's just picturing it's Conte, mate, just feeding him straight to the lions. <laughs> I mean, Richarlison may as well go and get into Animal Sanctuary buildings. He's more used there <laughs> than on the pitch, so... Did you see he issued an apology to, uh, to Conte? Probably a bit too late, considering he's now gone. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Mate, no goals, no assists, but one line fed. <laughs> <laughs> Playing football the more away. Uh, <laughs> so, I've been promising you two a story. A story about Gabriel Bonglehor, and I feel oh, like yes. now is the time. So, yes, I'm ready for this. Stick, stick with me with this one, because it, it, it gets a bit weird. Um... So, a couple of weekends ago, I went away with my better half and some of her friends. And at one point, for no apparent reason, we were talking about Erling Haaland. And somebody came out and said he's as good as Edin Dzeko. Uh, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about Erling Haaland and obviously how many goals he scored this season. And, and as we're talking about it, somebody amongst the group, who I know for a fact has no idea about football and is not a football fan in any way, says, and I swear to God this is 100% true, he says... Just like Gabriel Bonglehor, <laughs> I, I was stopped dead in my tracks. I've never been so stunned in all my life. So I asked him, how does he know who Gabriel Bonglehor is? And his response was, again, no word of a lie. To fit into conversations about football, I decided to learn a load of facts about one player. And I picked Gabriel Bonglehor because his name was weird and memorable. Right. <laughs> okay. And right. He said, he said, ask me anything about Gabriel Bonglehor and I could probably tell you. You're joking. I said, just tell me a fact. And he replied with, he was Premier League Player of the Month for November 2007. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Fair play. Because I had 
no idea that's true. You two have known me for a long time. I'm very rarely lost for words. I didn't know what to say. Mate, you know, the greatness. fact that if, if that's true and he's won one and Kevin De Bruyne has not and Patrick Vieira hasn't, that is outstanding. I can, I can confirm on further research that he, ha- he did win Player of the Month in November 2007, which made it even more of a shock. That's incredible. I mean, it's his career highlight, to be fair. But yeah, there, there was the Gabriel Bonnehor story you've been waiting so long for. Gabby. Oh, that is fantastic. <laughs> that is pure ball knowledge. Yeah, I'm going to start remember, asking got... people to name the most random footballer they can think of, especially non-football fans. I, I remember being, I went to um, uh, Villa Park to watch a Villa game. My mate was a Villa, well, still is a, a Villa fan and a Villa season ticket holder. And we watched uh, Villa versus Arsenal back in the Benteke days, you know, when Benteke was there tearing oh, yes. it up. The most dross nil-nil I've ever seen in my life. It was absolutely shocking. But I remember the, about the 75th minute, a ball got played over the top. And uh, it was down the left-hand side. Perfect for Gabby Abonglehor to chase. And he didn't move. And I just remember me and my mate just both going, oh, f- run, Gabby. And literally, as we finished the sentence, from two rows behind us, this big guy at the top of his lungs just goes, f- run, Gabby. <laughs> and I've never <laughs> been more approved of another fella shouting out. It was brilliant. It's not as good as uh, David Amu. <laughs> oh, David Amu. What a man. <laughs> what a day that was in Villa Park. <laughs> uh, it's also been a big week for us boys, hasn't it? Over on Twitter. Oh, it oh, has. Oh, mate, what a week this has been for us. We are massive. Uh, we've basically, over on our Twitter, which is at SWF underscore pod, uh, we've been doing a list of random streets, don't forget, players from, from different clubs across Europe. Uh, and we did one about Inter Milan, and, and Inter Milan's official club Twitter account uh, very nicely retweeted us, and, and it, it blew up a little bit, which was, uh, which was a big surprise for us, but that has inspired this week's episode. So we're going to be voting a player into the truth, so forget Hall of Fame, uh, from Serie A. So Ben, would you like to get us going with the player you'd, you'd like to put forward? I would, and thank God Inter Milan stepped in, because at the start of the week we accidentally riled up half of Bosnia. So, oh, we yeah, did, I know. Yeah. <laughs> We're massive on Bosnian Twitter. <laughs> so, I think I've just got a little bit of a theme going because, very similarly to last week, mine is a Brazilian striker who played for a team in Milan. But this one is more of a heartbreak. It's a tear jerking story. And it is, of course, the legend himself, Adriano. Excellent choice. player I'm sure you're both very familiar with. Can I just point out, last week you said there was no more Man City players, so you've done another Brazilian strike of a Milan club. Nah, I didn't play for Man City. Though. <laughs> <laughs> I followed my own rules, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess technically this is two things I'm trying to enter this week, because you've got Adriano himself and specifically Adriano's left foot. <laughs> both streets won't forget icons. Like a traction engine. And the mm. virtual version of Adriano, I guess, yeah. is incredible on Pro Evolution Soccer. This was a man who, even from his early career, was touted for absolute greatness. He, Before he'd even played a game for Brazil, he'd been called the next Ronaldo. Even though Ronaldo was still playing. But he, he was this player who just excited everyone. He... I think he, when he made his debut for Brazil at 18, the very first competition he played in, they won. I think it was the Copper America. So he hit the ground running. There's no better start I can think of than that. He had quite a successful time at Parma, 
he had some shenanigans as they always seem to get up to in Italy regarding our ownership and moving back and forth. And eventually he winds up at Inter Milan. And oh my goodness, does he arrive. There was a stretch, I think it was, was it July 2004 to mid 2005? He absolutely tore it up. I think it was 40 odd goals in that stretch in club and country games. Everyone is looking at this man saying, you are destined to be the best player of all time, practically, from Milan. He's thundering them in from, what, 35, 40 yards? He could score anywhere on the pitch. There have been battleships with worse cannons than that man's left. <laughs> <laughs> and just as he's, I guess, hitting his prime, his peak, disaster strikes. I'm sure you're both familiar of his yeah. unfortunate loss of his father. And this kind of became a catalyst for a meteoric fall that really matched his meteoric rise, where he went from, I think, Harry, you were saying, Zanetti said he's the best player he's ever seen. Yeah, Javier Zanetti said he's arguably the greatest player he's ever seen play for Inter Milan. And he's played with R9, so... The thing, the thing is, you mentioned R9 about the comparisons to R9. And R9 is one of my favourite players ever. Uh, there was they, they were always saying there's going to be nobody like R9. He's unique. But Adriano was probably the closest thing you're going to find. The skill, the power, the pace. It was it was all mm. there. Yeah. You just you couldn't stop it when he was on the ball. Yeah. If he was anywhere within 40 yards, everyone in the stadium knew where it was going. Back of the net, like it wasn't even a question. How yeah. many caps did he get? Uh, 48, I think. That's quite a lot. When you think, like, obviously he'd start at 18, and what what. Uh, when did his father die? What age? Uh, age his, not his father. father, I think, uh, I can't remember the exact year, but we don't want to dwell on it too much. But say it's like six years of playing consistently for the national team. That's still a lot of caps. Now Ronaldo. Adriano. It's there. Breakthrough for Brazil. Did he did he play in the World Cup squad? Uh, he was he was part of that Brazil team that had what do they call them the Magic Quartet? Yeah, yeah. That had some utterly phenomenal talent. Him, Ronaldo, Ronaldinho, Kaka as their front four. Yeah, it must have been two thousand and six Germany World Cup, right? Yeah, yeah. I think they went out with the semis, quarters. Yeah, but remember. that was the one thing about that team—they never quite achieved what their talent probably probably should have. But then they didn't. you get the winners cursed on you. Mm, and that quartet of players, you'll struggle to find a better attacking setup than that in any team in history. Yeah. The thing about Adriano is, uh, I think obviously his story is an incredibly sad one. But the short length of time that he was kind of at the peak of his powers, I think qualifies him for the Streets Don't Forget Hall of Fame so much because we remember him for that short period. And, and, and that is it. But in that period, he was, as you say, unstoppable. What did he win at club level? Like, did he win I major trophies? I don't imagine trophy? he ever won the Serie A with Inter, did he? He must not have. Um, no, I don't think he did. That's, that's, that's strange. But then at the same time, that's probably what qualifies him more for this Streets Won't Forget. If, he'd, if he didn't win anything but was that good, then... Oh no, he won, two, he won two Serie A's, yeah, and two Coppa Italias. I mean, he got a whole host of individual awards. He was sixth on the Ballon d'Or voting at one point. Really? Yeah. And then from there, obviously, tragedy strikes. 
he goes from that to his work ethic kind of goes. I think he said at one point he only really had two motivations for playing football. One of them was his father making him happy. The other was money. And obviously he'd done the second. So when his father had unfortunately gone, he kind of let things slip. He was out partying. He wasn't turning up for training. And he went from the heights of Inter Milan to his last, I think, three clubs. He was released from all of them within six months. Didn't he get involved in gangs? He was accused of, but ultimately acquitted of being involved in drug trafficking Mental. towards the end of his career. So he's got, I know you love a controversy section of a Wikipedia page, Dan. So he's got a little I bit do, of that I going do. Well. Personal life controversies. <laughs> They're the best sections of Wikipedia. <laughs> I think you look at him and you get, there are so many what if questions. And we were deprived of seeing possibly one of the greatest players of all time. And I think that stops him from being remembered in this kind of massive sense but does qualify him as a player that the streets will never forget. It's it's whether he's too good. That's my only argument. It's like, even at the peak of his powers, although he could have been one of the best ever, when he was developing, he was almost still too good. I think if he continued in the way he was at Milan for his whole career, you're absolutely right. But I think because he fell off as quickly as he did, I think it qualifies him for a place on our list. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. Uh, well, the player I'd like to put forward, I think there are a few more iconic and endearing Serie A players over the past kind of five, six, seven years. Uh, his bleached mohawk, the head-to-toe tattoos, and the bad boy attitude. Uh, instantly recognise all this man. Uh, I'd like to put forward Rajan 9 Golan. Oh, what player? I think he is probably one of the great underrated midfielders of this generation. He had absolutely everything. He was dynamic, hard-working, good at both ends of the pitch, technically proficient. It really was that modern midfielder that everybody looks for. Uh, and scores belters. Of, of course. He was partial to the odd screamer, which always will put you near to a place in the Hall of Fame, I think, especially after last week's discussion about Brazilians. Uh, you remember him in that Roma side, 2016-17, when they finished second in Serie A. A season, yeah, later, a season later when they got to the Champions, Champions League semi-final and, of course, beat Barcelona in that famous quarter-final tie. Yeah. It was just such an enjoyable player to watch. Um, he's even got a tackle named after him, uh, which is his own kind of patented technique, which I think, you know, we should we should really consider that as... I'm assuming it's a foul. Well, No, no, it's kind <laughs> of... A, a, <laughs> it's a tackle from behind where he, like, hooks his foot round. It's, it's something he did on a regular basis. Um and of course... Well, I mean, if we're considering, you know, like when we were on about Berbatov, we are on about the Berber spin and they've got skill moves, you've got to consider a, exactly. a tackle named after exactly. a defensive player. And he's, there's another thing that I think qualifies him for the Hall of Fame and that he's a bit of a maverick uh, in the sense of his off-field antics. Obviously, in the yeah. modern age of football where fitness and peak physical condition are so important, he smoked and tranked heavily throughout his whole career. Uh, <laughs> and yet again, year upon year, he was still one of the best players in Serie A. Um, and he, even, you know, after he'd left Serie and he was playing for Antwerp in the Belgian League, he recently got released for vaping on the bench, as you do. He's keeping up with modern <laughs> times. He's put the ciggies down and started vaping. <laughs> Didn't he smoke something like 60 a day, 40 Jeez. a day? Oh, yeah, it was something ridiculous. ridiculous. Yeah, I don't he know had to, he had to play with a patch on. Yeah, I don't know how he managed to run around as much as he did. He had to play with a patch on and have a cigarette at half-time at one point during his career. I feel like smoking in Serie A is kind of a... You know, it's it it goes match fixing scandals, fifty percent ownership of players <laughs> smoking, the important things in Syria. One of my favorite things about Raja Golan was when he remember when he was he was really good around about oh, must have been 
20 like 2021 2020 i think it was 20 yeah 2019 time when he was like experienced still solid really good player yeah it would have been an and he went on that surprise point, i think yeah he went on that surprise loan move to cagliari well that that's kind of where he made his name at, at cagliari but didn't he go because his, his wife had cancer or something and he wanted to move home closer to her family so he asked for the loan move to cagliari yeah yeah for all the times you think of a bad boy situations he put himself in obviously the smoke in the big tackles all that stuff that he he was he had that soft side to him as well that sometimes makes it a bit more personal when you talk about players like this would you want to cuddle up with him is that what you're saying i mean <laughs> he does look a little bit like a buddha so i wouldn't mind it <laughs> oh here we go he has had some shockingly dead trims as well. Oh, yeah. The, the Mohawk's <laughs> iconic, but it is awful. Like, if I ever catch you two or one of those, we're having words big time. Oh, Bloody man. At least, at least the blonde one looked better than that nearly shaved red. Yeah. I mean, he nearly he nearly broke my heart when he scored that screamer against Wales in the Euros, but then luckily Wales went on to win it. But what a goal well, that win was. Win the Euros? I must have missed that. No, mate. Went on to win the semis. No, quarters. I wish we won the semis. But we I remember watching that and I saw it go in and I thought, I can't even be mad because what a strike that is. What a pure strike mm, that is. Yeah, that was a properly good goal and it's just one of many from him. Not only could he do everything on the pitch, he could kind of play everywhere. Because obviously he was great in midfield. But I remember he was played as a winger at some point. He played at right back. Did yeah. he play a winger? Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. That he just is had crazy. a bit of everything. It's, just, it's, it's strange that I, I think... The other thing is he's part of that Belgian golden era. Oh, shut up about it being a golden era. <laughs> they should have achieved so much, though, and they never did. Mangalan, a little bit of room. And he took the shot and he scores magnificently. Well, he hit a beauty against Sweden. I mean, if they had some good management at any point during that stretch, it's very true. That's so true. How can it be a golden era, a golden generation, if you win all? Mate, it's the same as the English one. You have the golden era. Yeah, the golden, golden era. era. You've won nothing. Mate, it's the golden era, but you have Sven in charge. Like, <laughs> yeah, who who would you rather have as your manager, Sven or Roberto Martinez? Oh, Jesus, Sven, because at least he gets some controversy in. And Even before Sven, well. who who yeah. was the one before Sven? It was. Um, uh, was it Glenn Hoddle? No. Mm. Oh, no, not before Sven, sorry. Before, um... Oh, God. Oh, mate. Funnily enough, I'm not already caught he... up on the history of Belgian national team managers. Maybe if they'd actually won something, I'd have looked them up. <laughs> Mark Wilmots. That's who it was. Mark Wilmots. He, he used to play for Belgium, and he was in charge of him from 2012 to 2016, and literally oversaw their, you know, absolute of a time where they should have won everything and won at all. And yet they were still ranked number one. How does this yeah, work? yeah, I know. And yet never beat... They they were in a group with Wales for qualifying like three times and didn't beat them. I mean, that should be immediate expulsion. Yeah, <laughs> kick them out. <laughs> me, I can still be ranked number one. <laughs> right, so before this becomes a Belgium episode, do we think Nijngolen doesn't get the credit he deserves because he never played in England? At least in England, at least. He's probably well Yeah, I'd argue probably yes. I think if he'd have played for an English club, we'd be talking about him a lot more. Did he win Serie A? Uh, that is a good question. Would you like me to find out? I mean, if he... if I, I imagine he could have won it at Inter. Uh, yes, he won it 2020. Was he there still in are. the squad then? I thought he was at Cagliari then. As, uh... Apparently he was in it. 
Fair wow. Enough. Oh, and he was in the, the Serie A team of the year, what, four times? Yeah. Absolute FIFA legend. Yeah, my, my only that. thing with picking him was, do we remember him because of FIFA? But I think if you look at his track record and, and how good he actually was, I, I think he is a streets so don't forget player. Yeah, I think he he's is. a different approach to streets so don't forget player. It wasn't the flashy, you know, skillful dribble pass day and, you know, get you off your seat. He was put a big crunch in tackling and watch the crowd. Yeah, but I like that. I like that. Yeah, I know. Get That's stuck in. a different approach. Get stuck in. Uh, Harry, who have you got? Oh, mate, well, uh, literally just talking about that approach, I've gone with a man who was, he, he could have been something incredible. He could have been something absolutely wondrous. But as we've spoken about before, to qualify for this, you've got to be a little <laughs> There's something about you've got to be a little <laughs> So I put forward Stefan El Shawari. Okay. His career is one of those that you look at and think, yeah, that's totally Streets Won't Forget play. You know, about the top teams or like, you know, Europa League teams and then end up in China and then end up with a surprise move back. You know, it's just one of those things where he could have been incredible. And to watch when he was that 2010, like 2010 to 2016 time at Milan, he was incredible to watch. Scored some really good goals, had some good games in, you know, Champions League and Europa League, that kind of thing. And just ended up doing nothing. But for that period of time, he was class. He was incredible. I mean, obviously, we remember him for his FIFA as well. That five-star skill move, silver card, that was absolutely incredible. Like everyone had but, a Serie A team back in the day, didn't they? Literally, <laughs> mate. Ibarbo, Giovinio, and Muriel. El Shavabi. <laughs> obviously, the most incredible uh, commentary over the top. His name just provided like that joy when people shouted it. And um, as you'd like a bit of... Uh, controversy Dan but this isn't quite on that page but I'd like to read you this bit from his international career bit because it's it'll give you a little surprise so Al Shawari was qualified to play for the Egyptian national team like we I think we remember seeing that but the coach of Egypt said not every Egyptian player playing in a foreign league qualifies to play for the national side like his teammate was not Mohamed Salah who was next to him playing for Egypt whilst playing in Italy so then (laughs) El Shawari came out and said, well, I don't want to play for Egypt anyway. So due to his father having a nationality for a different country, they also approached him. And that country was Venezuela. Venezuela? I didn't know that. Venezuela. Yeah, I know. He could have played for Venezuela. Mm. Isn't it? Imagine him and Salomon Rondon up front. What a team. (laughs) Best striker in the Premier League, to be fair. (laughs) I I, I have a question that I'd like to pose to both of you. If a player moves to China... Does that rule them out of the streets? Won't forget, mate. You can't say that when Papacise was uh, brought forward. That is true. Street that street. is true. I forgot about that. I don't and think Papa. we'll uh, we can rule out certain leagues. I, ju- I, I just like you... think a move to China is like you've given up on your career and you're doing it for the money. But it's usually the skillful players that go out there. Is it Marouane Fellaini? Really? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there's the clangor. There's the clangor. It's coming, boys. I did say usually. I didn't say all. (laughs) Like, you know, Oscar. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, true. I think this raises two points. Because one, it it gives us another category we're going to have to do, which is streets won't forget hair. Because oh, we want yeah, iconic yeah. mohawks. We've basically done that. Yeah, I think he's true. still rocked in now, doesn't he? I, I mean, he's still playing. Was bald, mate, so. <laughs> he's still playing for Roma. So if you wanted his careers, obviously he goes from um, Genoa to Milan, gets that loan move to Monaco, then gets the loan to Roma, eventually moves to Roma, goes to Shanghai Shenhua, 
gets released and is signed back by Roma on a free. And he's played over a hundred and what? He's played about 150 games for Roma, which I always remember him from his Milan days, which shows you that like, when he was at his peak is what he's remembered for. And that was Milan. But then he's played so many games for Roma, has not scored that many. I will not lie to you. He is not a bags man. But he, he still yeah, has a little joy in the ball. Yeah, I no, think personally, I don't know if he's at the level of some of the other players. I also but then think... are they too good? That's what I mean. No, but he's got the goals he does score always outrageous. Remember the one he got against Chelsea in the Champions League a couple of years ago? Yeah, mate. He does score some lovely goals. It was like a cross, I always remember a the one against the box that Dzeko headed down for him. I mean, Erling Haaland, sorry. Um, that Dzeko <laughs> headed down for him. And he hit it on the half volley with the outside of his foot. And it just bent around the keeper into the top corner. It was beautiful. But he scored, does he do it he enough? He scored some goals. Well, that's I don't the think thing. He though, does. But, but you remember him for that. You don't need like fifty goals like that. You need a couple where you go, "Oh, mate, what a goal that was!" But do you remember him more for FIFA? Yeah, I remember him more for FIFA, and that is why I'm not going to be voting for him when we do get to voting time. Because oh, I well, think that Milan stretch was good. He scored some worldies. But I think if he's not a flashy FIFA car, no one's talking about him nearly as much. Yeah. But then I think that, that I think. He is almost not good enough to be qualified for Streets Won't Forget. Because I think he's just that little bit. I think he's a little bit too. <laughs> no disrespect. Yeah, to I man. agree. <laughs> of, of, of the players we've mentioned over previous weeks, how many would you call a little bit? I don't think any of them. A, a couple of them. Pato. Pato. Giovanni. No, Pato. Pato was it, Pato in his prime was better than El Shawari. Ah, that's a fair point. I'd agree with that. They're literally the same mould, though, aren't they? Like, obviously, El Shawari has not got the injuries that Pato had, but no. And I think a career that isn't played by injuries and you're still not reaching that height. Yeah, I think. Do that... us a favour, Willie. Whip out the Michu metric. Oh, is it time for the Michu metric? It's the first use. Well, 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 well. I mean, he's won a league title. Okay. He has won a league title. I reckon in terms of individual ability, they're different players. How He's many goals technical. did Michu score in that season where he had the incredible season? 26, I believe. I think, oh, 21. 21 league goals, yeah. Okay, that's the amount of goals that, that El Shuari got his entire career at Milan. <laughs> okay. Right. <laughs> but he played, think... he's played Champions League and he's played... European, you know, and he's also got 29 caps for Italy. But he can play in those competitions all he wants to. He doesn't do anything in those games. He scores bangers. Not many. And if you want a little bit of like relating him back to Alexandra Pato, he made his debut for for AC Milan by coming on for Alexandra Pato. He did. Bold um, strategy though, like linking him to a player we said wasn't good yeah, enough to that, get we're not, That's not going to help you No, he just said they were better <laughs> out there. No, nah, that's it. Hardline stance. If Pato what's didn't get the, you. Um, what's the other thing I saw? I saw. Oh, that was it. He is still to this day, I think, the youngest player to play for AC Milan in the Champions League. Oh, we'll vote him in then. There you go. We've sealed the deal. Sorted. Sorted. You've got Sorted, pressed. mate. Easy. He had the tallest uh, mohawk in Serie A. We'll get him in. <laughs> he had the pinkest boots you've ever seen. Honestly, this argument's been a bit of a joke from you. You've let yourself down big time. I thought you'd come stronger. Yeah, I just this. want to congratulate Nathan and Wary on uh, his induction to the <laughs> Trees Won't Forget Hall of Fame for being the youngest Premier League player of all time. <laughs> right. Is it time to take a vote? I think so. Harry, would you like to vote first? Um, 
I think I'm gonna go for Raja Nine Golem. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Ooh. I think I agree with you. El Shawari isn't good enough, but obviously, in the circumstance, I had to put him forward because I tend to go with the easy options or people that are too good. So right. Well, I'm gonna make this interesting. I'm gonna vote for Adriano. So I'm gonna leave the deciding vote up to Ben. Oof. And if you want to vote for your own player based off the merits of the arguments and what you believe, then that is fine. Yeah, I I think this one, they're all good players. I think I love them all for oh, different no. reasons. They're not all good players. Well, Shirawi's still a good player. Shirawi. We're on, we're on cloakfield terms. <laughs> Big Shah. <laughs> Big Shah. But I think when you look at the three of them next to each other, there's only one player this could be. And it's got to be Adriano. Yeah, yeah. You you can't be too upset with that. I mean, I think he is a streets won't forget player because he isn't fondly remembered. Actually, is he? Like people don't actually class him in top Brazilian players of all time, where he could have been a top Brazilian player. Probably should have been. But if you look at how his career started, it would have in been. those couple of years he he was, you know. Mm. But he's oh, still absolutely. forgotten. Well, so I can't. I can't be too disheartened. Yeah, I'm but. happy with that selection. And he joins. I can't believe I'm saying these words. Elano and Papisise in the uh, in the streets <laughs> of forget Hall of Fame. That is some front three. We're causing what a causing chaos. Be. <laughs> oh, we got to get rid of doing these forward players as well because at the moment we're building a formation of one one eight. <laughs> That's going to be <laughs> no. That's it's very it's a Hall of Fame. We're not building a starting lineup. We're not. We're not doing this because we, we, we won't eventually. be picking a right back at any point. Let's be honest. Oh, I don't Gary know, Neville mate. in the mud. Pascal Chimbonda. Oh, yeah, we, we have got the right back. <laughs> That's a fair point. We've got the right back episode of Mike on Pascal Chimbonda and Tony Hibbert. That is a podcast. <laughs> oh, yes. The most average man of all time. <laughs> oh. For goodness sake. Well, oh, well, I'm sure Adriano will be delighted. Yeah. Good on him. He deserves it. Um, are we ready for a little quiz, boys? Oh, I am, but I'm not sure we're gonna. I'm not sure we're gonna live up to last week. I don't think we can hit those heights of last well, week, mate. Since we enjoyed it so much last week, we have starting eleven again. Oh yes. And obviously, I've, I've I've linked the game to a player, or I didn't realise this when I was doing it. Two players we've discussed. Uh, but just a quick rundown of the rules for anyone who wants to play along at home. Uh, I'm going to give you a game from the past, uh, and Ben and Harry will take turns guessing the players who started in that game. I'll accept a player from either side and substitutes who came on will count as a correct answer. Unused substitutes will count as an incorrect answer and you have three lives each, boys. So, the game in question is Roma's famous 3-0 win over Barcelona in the Champions League quarter-final from April oh. 10th, 2018. Ben, oh. as you won last week and you are 2-0 up in the series, would you like to go first? Yeah, go on then. Uh, oh, this was a big game. I think I remember because they they're celebrating at the end, aren't they? They're going wild. Yeah. I I think I'm going to start with Costas Manalas. Costas Manalas. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he was in all the pictures. I think he scored. He well. scored the winning goal on the famous commentary. Manalas, a Greek god in Rome. Uh, he is a correct answer. Fantastic. Harry, uh, over to you. Well, considering we've spoken about him, I think that Stefan El Shavari was in there. Stefan El Shavari was a substitute. Oh. Ooh. We could be losing the life early doors here. 
Oh. He was a used substitute. Ooh, and back to you. That was a nervous start, Harry. That was nervous. It's a risky one. That was. I I think another potential streets worth a get player who didn't quite make the cut. I think Edin Dzeko was up front. Ooh, Edin Dzeko, who is as good as Erling Haaland. He is. Started. It's the correct answer. Thank God I for that. I forgot he was at Roma, you know. Just for all those Bosnians out there, we do love him. We think he's great. <laughs> big up Bosnia and big up Eddie Dzeko. Uh, Harry, back to you. Alisson, mate. I know for a fact he was there. Can I just say, I find this really interesting. You're going for all of the Roma players and not Barcelona. Mate, yeah, leave the easy ones to the end. Leave the easy ones to the end. Alisson is a correct answer. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, you said you're linking it to two players. Mm-hmm. So Nyingolan's definitely in there. Roger Nyingolan. There's no way it's Adriano. <laughs> <laughs> Roger Nyingolan is a correct answer, of course. He started. Easy. Uh, oh, we'll play safe. Leo Messi. Oh, Lionel Out. Messi is an incorrect answer. <laughs> no, I'm joking about it. It's correct. Oh. No, it's correct. Oh, man, you, fully it. Sent me then. <laughs> you fully sent me then. I was honestly <laughs> about to oh, cry. <laughs> I was thinking, what, was he injured? Was that during his knee no, injury he phase? he started up front. Lionel Messi is the correct answer. I couldn't help myself there. I'm that. sorry. Yeah, f- threw me then. <laughs> ben, back to you. Oh, they must have had um, stalwart man in midfield. Daniele De Rossi. Great player. I was thinking that. Daniele De Rossi. He played he played every game. He's a correct answer. Yes. That's not from you. I assume he captained the team as well, considering uh I imagine Totty is gone by this point. What year is this? Uh, two thousand and eighteen. April tenth, two thousand eighteen. Man, it's like it's like that point where Barca were either coming off the Back of being really good and were in their downfall, or were just poop. I'd argue this or probably was good. the point of their downfall. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's not exactly a height. No. Uh, uh, Gerard Piquet surely played. Gerard Piquet started. Correct answer. Nice. It's a strong start. Uh, it's good again. It is. It is. We're, we're getting the big names out of the way though. Last is permanent. Uh, I think partner in Messi, Luis Suarez. Luis Suarez is a correct answer. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. This, if Suarez is partnered Messi, this is Valverde era, isn't it? This has got to be. All I, you're the all boss. I'm, fan, uh, yeah, all I'm going to say to you is. And I feel like this might help you a little bit. Is that Suarez and Messi played up front in a front two? Yeah, I thought it was the four-four-two. Yes. Yeah, I think it's the four-four-two. Oh, what is that for a hint? You've absolutely gifted him. I'm, I'm helping yeah, you I've as given well. It to you as well, mate. Yeah, I've given it to you as well. I suppose he played four-four-two and had a weird setup on the right-hand side. So I'm going to go Sergio Roberto. Sergio Roberto. Is a correct answer. That's a weird one he to go with at, now. He started at right mid. 
Ooh. Yeah, this this Barca team on reflection questionable. A weird setup on it. Valverde had some weird yeah, shouts. This, this formation's a bit whack. I mean, Busquets is definitely in midfield. Yeah, is he? He could He's still in midfield. I'm not now. even going to try and long this out. Sergio Busquets is the correct answer. <laughs> yeah, what a player? Can... Um, Alessandro Florenzi. Ooh, we're going back to, to Roma. Back to Roma with Alessandro Florenzi. And that is the correct answer. Yeah, I think that's a solid one. It wasn't that game, but he scored that absolute worldie for like the halfway yeah, line, yeah. didn't he? I think that's against Barca, it was, wasn't it? But it was I think a different, might... it's a different game to this one, yeah. Yeah. Is that the one where he runs up to his grandmother in the stands? Honestly, I couldn't tell you. Would you like to give me an answer? <laughs> mate, he was a November 2007 Player of the Month, mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am going to go for... Mark Andre to Stegen. Ah, uh, yeah, good shout. Mark Andre to Stegen is a correct answer. Yeah, yeah. I think the other one's Jasper Sillison and he was. Yeah, Sillison. <laughs> I think I'd rather forfeit Sillison the game. is on the bench as an unused substitute, but you're not getting a bonus point for that. Um, Jordi Alba. Jordi yeah, Alba is a is a surefire shout to play, and he did at left back. Correct. Love that. Interesting. So we've had PK, haven't we? Yes. Was it Umtiti next to him? Samuel Umtiti is a correct answer. Oh, yes. Didn't he go like 50 games unbeaten at the new Camp as well? It's a shame they play this at the Stadio Olimpico, isn't it? Yeah, I guess so. He's now at Lecce. But they tried to release him again. <laughs> yeah, so he's used the code. Yep. <laughs> Have you seen that Lecce team? It's so weird. It's him at centre-back and then a bunch of players that you've forgotten about but are still playing. It's like the Nice um, team. Yeah, like the Nice team. Um... So we got Florenzi, we've got Malas. I'm just going to give you another little hint this time about the Roma formation. It's three centre-backs okay. and then uh, three cent three central midfielders and then wing-backs and then two strikers. So it's essentially 3-5-2. The other centre-mid or the wing-backs. Oh, the striker. Um, did you say El Shavari came off the bench? Yeah, that, that was the correct answer. Um, I'll play safe again, mate. Andreas Iniesta. Andreas Iniesta. <laughs> Is that what you were going to go for? That is the correct there, answer. It's heating up again, mate. I can feel yeah. the sweat You've coming. Still, still both got three lives. You're going strong. This You're is good. Strong. If he takes the Barca players off me, I'm f <laughs> <laughs> Well... I'm going to stick in that Barca midfield. I think yeah. 2018. Did Iniesta play out wide? Iniesta did play out wide, yes. Oh, he's giving it to him as well. Yeah, <laughs> he's giving it to him. Is it Ivan Rakitic in midfield? It must be. Ivan Rakitic, with his blowing golden locks, is the correct answer. Oh, yes. So, just to confirm, you have one Barcelona player left in the starting eleven. 
and then you have three substitutes. So it might be worth going back to Roma. Because for Roma, you have. No, I actually, I'm going to take a punt at the for starting Barca player. You have two centre backs, a central midfielder, a left wing back, a striker, and an unused uh, unu substitute. They only made two subs. Oh, actually, I might take on the left wing back. Don't you dare, because I know who it is. If you know who it is, I'm more confident about my answer. I think it's Alexander Kolarov. Oh, I think it is. Alexander Kolarov. Is a correct answer. Oh. Yeah. That was bold. And back to you. You said we're missing a midfielder for Roma, right? Yes. Oh, I think it's... Is it someone that we loved from FIFA? It is someone we loved from FIFA, yeah. Proper arts in an army legend, didn't it? It's Kevin Strootman. <laughs> Kevin Strootman is the correct answer. Yes! What a machine. Well, at least he didn't take the Barca player, because if Roberto's at right mid, Nelson Semedo's at right Ooh. back. Aaron Wall's right back, Nelson Semedo. I don't even think he gets a game, did he? It's a correct answer. He played a right back. Oh! So Barcelona, you have three U substitutes left. If you if you get oh, if, this honestly, is going to be punted as, if as you get two of these substitutes, I'll be I'll be very impressed. And if you get either of the Roma centre backs, I'll be impressed as well. <laughs> I'm just sitting there trying to it's remember just their a FIFA case team. Of who is going to run out of lives first? I think here. Yeah, uh, Ben, is it you? I believe. Uh, it is. I. This is going to be a risky one. Well, it shouldn't be, but considering he's injured all the f time, he probably never yeah. played. But he's, he was definitely there. But did Usman Dembele come on? Usman Dembele was he fit? Was a substitute. He's got to have come on. He was a used substitute. That's the correct answer. <laughs> <sighs> How many subs are on the bench There's in total, seven Dan? for each. And I've, we've got Dembele and Jasper Sillison. Yeah, so Barcelona used three substitutes. Roma only used two, so you've only got one substitute left for Roma. 2018. Barcelona. The... Yeah, honestly, this bench that Barcelona have got is awful. Paulinho. Paulinho. He was he was around of, that one time. Of the, one of Tottenham's Gareth Bale seven. The <laughs> midfielder to ever grace <laughs> the planet. <laughs> was a substitute. Oh. Did he come on? He was an unused substitute. That is incorrect. Mario oh, oh, are down to two lives. Hey. May I was certain he's well, I knew he was there. Yeah, Paulinho was an unused substitute. Ben, back to you with a point advantage, a life advantage. Oh, I'm, I'm trying to go through that Roma yeah. defence because I can think of Roma defenders I know, but I don't know if they were there in 2018. You said there's three centre backs. Yeah, then you've already got one of them, which has cost us man alas. Cogs right. turning. 
I'm going to save one because I know him from FIFA more than actually playing. I can't believe this is how we're working out answers from FIFA. But anyway, here we are. Look, mate. This, this, has to this be is done. meant to showcase your knowledge, your footballing prowess. <laughs> are we not doing that? We're just learning no, by other are. means. I think, though, there was... Because I know Fazio went. Because you talked about the, the Spurs signings and they sacked him off and he definitely went to Roma I can't remember if he was there in 2018 Federico Fazio Federico Fazio is that what is that hell. are you locking but in he that, you locking in that started I don't even know if he's still there yeah I'm gonna go Federico Fazio I think I know the other one not him though I wouldn't have Federico gone with him Federico Fazio I think it's too early I think it is as well is a correct answer. What is he? What? He started at centre back. <laughs> oh my goodness, Barca are absolutely mudded, you know. <laughs> I might go Fazio's pocket, Suarez and Messi. <laughs> oh <laughs> man, you want to talk about ball knowledge? That's ball knowledge. Yeah, that was impressive. I have to say, Harry, back to you. Pressure's on. A life down. Three substitutes from Barcelona. Yeah, Dembele was one of them. You're not taking off Suarez or Messi. Dembele's come on. Probably for Samedo, I imagine. You're taking off either Rakitic or Busquets. Uh, it's not Paulinho. It's... Uh... Andre Gomez? Andre Gomez? Or was he... No, yeah, he left Valencia by then. Of Everton fame. Was a substitute. Oh, he's there! He's there! He was there. And he got onto the pitch. He was a used substitute. That is the correct answer. <laughs> oh, that's an unfair advantage. He's your doppelganger. <laughs> he does look exactly <laughs> like to be fair. That was, that was bold and it was brave. You know what? It paid off. You I, want I, bold. You're going, you're going if we're bold. going bold. The one that I, I think I, I know from FIFA and can't remember him yeah. that well. I've got a life advantage, so okay. I'm willing to throw it away. Are you going for the other centre back here? Yeah. Was it Juan Jesus? I th I was going to say Juan Jesus. Juan Jesus. Just rapid, wasn't he? Yeah, I think it was Juan. The Brazilian. It is a correct answer. Oh, oh and this is yes. absolutely. Is, is he still at Roma? No, he's playing for Barca, mate. Yes, he was playing for Roma. Oh, man, I've not put a foot wrong. This is flawless, impeccable quizzing from Ben. This is outrageous. Um, man, this is this is those years of FIFA paying off, Dave. You have the Roma striker, who played alongside Edin Dzeko. You have a Roma substitute, and you have one Barcelona substitute left. Right. Okay. I'm going to have to stick with Barca again because I'm shaky on the Roma. And I remember Barca quite well. And I remember Ernesto Valverde's team. And I think if you're losing the game, when did they score the winner? Uh, it was late on in the game. It was late on, finished, it? I think four all on aggregate and... Roma went through on away goals. 
Okay, I think if he saved one sub and chucked on a striker at the end. Because I don't think he's chucked I'm on another. I'm going to push you for an answer. Oh, maybe. Uh, Paco Alcacer. Paco Alcacer. I just remember he he was he either was, there or at Dortmund he was by this substitute. point. Okay, so he's there. It's just whether Ernesto Valverde's followed my tactical advice. Well, luckily for you, he has, because he was a you substitute. <laughs> <laughs> I Ow. don't know how Ow. you pulled Paco Alcacer out of your arse. That is outrageous. No one remembers Paco Alcacer. Mate, I remember that 4-4-2, and he sometimes played him at left mid. And you think, just don't play 4-4-2, mate. It's easy. Then it's back to you. The Roma striker and the used Roma substitute, and that is all you have left. Am I allowed to ask where the sub was uh, made? Uh, no, because I don't have that information in front of me. Okay. Well, there's, these, there's another Roma player I can players think you of. will know. Like, they're not just random players. Okay. okay. I don't know if he started. I've got one that I'm not sure if you're going to nick off me. There's only one that I can remember. Purely, because I think he was he was there for a while. Did he? Uh, mm, <laughs> and if he didn't start, if he if he didn't start, I don't yeah, know if no, he came on. Are you going for the striker? Yeah, I would have no clue. Would you like to lock in an answer, Ben? Oh. Well, unless it's the one I'm thinking. Okay. Okay. You sound nervous, you know. I am nervous. <laughs> We've switched from FIFA to FM now. Oh, boy. I know. Come on. I need an answer, please. I can't remember his first name, but was it that under? Under. He's nicked Cengiz Under. I literally would have gone with Cengiz Under. Was a substitute. He was a used substitute. Oh, son. That is a correct answer. Mate, that's who Get I in there. So I have no idea about the others. So you are, we're missing a striker? Yeah, it's it, you're missing a striker. I also have to pose you both a question. This is the last player, but Harry is down a life. Even if he gets this right, are we counting it as a defeat, or would you like a tiebreaker question? I'd be happy to count it as a draw. You want to count it as a draw? I'm happy to have a tiebreak. No, we've got to have a tiebreak. Alright, I was gonna be magnanimous because you haven't won one yet. No, mate, I'd rather can I'd rather you'd win it than mate, if we call it a draw and I'm a life down, then it's not good. We need well, like if you're a, a life down, you should just lose. No, we should have a tiebreaker where No, you... because hang on, if it's not a good enough for a draw, it's not good enough for you to have a chance to win. No, we have a tiebreaker, but As you get the advantage. Master, we'll have a tiebreaker. Oh, hey. this is a fix. <laughs> Away goal, Italian football team. Go on, go on Willie, give him the Everton boo. Give him the Everton boo. <laughs> <laughs> Done by away goals. If if he gets if he gets this wrong, then I'm going to give you the win, Ben. Started at striker, not like false nine. Is a striker. Yes. Yeah. And no, he's a, he's an out and out striker, and you know who he is. You are so it's not know who he is. It's not Pellegrini. 
Did they? Did they? Did they, they go big lad, small lad? Uh. Well, I can't think of any small fellas. It would have been Chengis under. Are you going for a big man? I then? think so. Correct answer is Peter Crouch. <laughs> is Nico Crancher on the side? No, um, um. Oh, speaking <laughs> of, I think he's actually. Can I, can I push you for an answer, please? Patrick Shit. Big man, big man. Patrick Schick is in the match today squad. Oh, well, yeah, he must have been the only other striker. He started. Yes. So we have a tie. I literally breaker. could not think of anyone else apart from Patrick Schick. I wouldn't officially known that. My FA will not be recognising this result. I feel like I'm going to add into the rules from here on out that if all all the players are guessed, and even if somebody's down on life, we go to a tiebreaker. Because that was excellent from both of you. Right. We know... This is a farce. Who cost me... Who Paulinho cost me the yes. life there? <laughs> yes. Like, it kind of sums like up Paulinho, to be 20 million. Uh, was Denis Suarez also on Denis the Barcelona bench? Denis Suarez was on the Barcelona bench, sure. yeah. I'll, 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 run, you, I'll probably run you through Thomas the players. Marlin. The players on the bench that didn't play were Lorenzo Pellegrini, Maxim Gonalons, Bruno Perez, and some bloke called Skaporski. Uh, and then on the Barca bench, it was Denis Suarez, Jasper Sillison, Paulinho, and Thomas Vermaelen. Right, we already know that Costas Manolas scored a goal. Uh, who can you both write down an answer? And I, I will ask for your answers in a couple of about thirty seconds. Who scored the other two goals? It's two separate players. Ooh, ooh, ooh. One's a punt. One I know. It depends on which one he takes first. <laughs> <laughs> depends on which one he takes first. Because I, I have remembered perfect. You've, you've got. You think you've got both? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. I think I've got one. I think I've got one. In fact, I'm. I'm pretty certain I've got well, one. Well, can you write down a second name as well, please? I'll give you. I've got them both down. And have you got a second name? I can give you one. Right. Ben, would you like to to tell me the two players you've got written down? I think. One of them, I don't know, so I've guessed. Okay, and that is? Well, the one I think I know, did Schick score? Well, then that sounds like I'm unfamiliar with that one as well. I think there was a penalty, and I think the Rossi scored the penalty. Okay, and who are you, who, are you having a Schick as your other player, or are you going for somebody else? I, I don't know. I'm going to go with Schick. So you have Daniele De Rossi and Patrick Schick. Harry, who have you got? I agree with him that Daniel De Rossi scored. Yep. That's my certain. And my punt was the other striker. I'm going to go with Eden Dzeko. Because if he's gone with Schick, I'm going with Dzeko. One of you... This is where it was Florenzi and we're both. One of you has got both correct answers. 
Imagine if it's not the Ross, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we got both answers just across the two. The winner, it's just not the Ross. By a tiebreaker, and getting victory from the jaws of defeat is Harry. Oh, <laughs> absolute farce! Yeah, look, look. Did that inject in the score? If you've got a complaint, go to the PGMOL of quizzing. Yeah, we won't be taking part in next week's quiz. We're going to boycott it. <laughs> well, if I was you, may I take it up with the um, SWF underscore, underscore pod at, on All Twitter? All right, I've brought it up with them. And as I'm part of it, I've decided the results are unlawful. <laughs> oh, that's not well, very nice. That was excellent. I'll excellent tell you what, mate. Let's take it to Inter Milan, see what they say. <laughs> or Bosnia. Uh, congratulations, my friend. That was yeah, sensational. That was even Thank better you, than last week. We actually got the whole yeah, we got, game. We, we got you all the game. That was very good. Even the goals scored. You're going to pull one out from like 05 now. We're going to get like three oh, correct mate, answers across the two of us. <laughs> yeah, got a bit of 06 so, Ben, you're still 2-1 up in the series. There you are. You're still winning. Uh, Harry, as this nil. week's winner, would you like starting 11 again next week or would you like a different quiz? A different quiz. You want to say different? Okay, I will. I will conjure something up from my... It doesn't have to be Wikipedia hive. game. No, it won't be Wikipedia game. It'll be something else. Don't worry. The bias here is unbelievable. Well, I'll let you... He Why? gives out all the hints on have your turn. Right. He gives you Hold the up, choice. hold up. I let you go first because you were 2-0 up in the series. Okay. And the yeah, that's clues were for both of you. <laughs> do you want... Do yeah, you want yeah, yeah, it's not yeah. like you were silenced. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been deplatformed. Well, boys, that was another wonderful episode of the Streets Don't Forget podcast. Thank you both for joining me, as always. Pleasure. Enjoyed that. Uh, Adriano is the newest newest inductee into the Hall of Fame alongside Lana and Papis Cisse. Uh, we'll be back again. What a team. We'll be back again next week with some more, some more Kings of the Street. Uh, thank you very much for listening. One, two, three, four. Gira can hit them. Did From David Villa, great finish. He's done just that, he scored! Jorginho's done it! Yakubu making another glimpse of goal here!